So here's my 15-minute conversation with Tyler Wilson about the state of baseball, best player he ever played against, greatest stadium and things like that. We recorded this at the end of May. It was May 25th, so you'll kind of get a kick out of where we thought the season was going to go at the end of this interview with Tyler. But hope you enjoy getting to hear some insight from a Major League Baseball player. I certainly enjoy getting to ask these questions and totally geek out on baseball with him. So give it a listen, and I'm glad you guys were able to uh, get to hear what Tyler has to say about baseball as well. Now, for me as the baseball geek, because as I told you when we met, uh, mm-hmm. I've been to 21 stadiums. I'm going to hit all 30 before, uh, hopefully very soon. But I'm the biggest baseball fan in the world. Grew up playing baseball. In the last few minutes we have together for our listeners, I'm going to hit you with some quick baseball questions. Answer them as long as you want. So mm. let's let's hit it here. Your best memory right. in the majors. In the majors. Mm. Best memory in the majors, probably opening day, the first time that I ever, first time I ran to the, onto the field. Uh, my whole family was there. Friends were there. It was the culmination of decades worth of sacrifice that was not just my own. I mean, I, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into it on my end to get to that point, but would have never happened if it weren't for the people that had committed to going on that journey with me. So being able to see them up there, meeting them in the, the tunnel afterwards and how they're excited to like, oh, look at that guy or look at this guy. Or we're in the, you know, the bones of the stadium here together because you made it here. Like to be able to share in that with people who I had that collective journey with, um, definitely, definitely the best part. Your best. I can't believe I just did that moment. I threw eight shutout innings in Fenway Park to beat the Red Sox. Um, That's impressive. When they were pretty good with like Big Poppy and Hanley and Mookie and J.D. Martinez and uh, wow, that's unreal. Favorite stadium? Fenway. Fenway. Okay, I've been yeah. to Fenway. Mine's Petco, which is San Diego. Also, like yeah. the Great American Ballpark. Did you get to mm. play in all thirty ballparks? I know you were American Leaguer. Did you get many National League parks? We had some interleague play. Um, didn't get a ton of the National Leagues, but saw. I don't know how many I've been. You've probably been in more than me, Gary. Um, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, but I mean, there's, I like Fenway just because of the history. I mean, it's just, it's so different. Like it's probably the dingiest ballpark in, right. in the big leagues, but like so many people have played there and right. like to have that moment yeah. standing on the mound when they're, they're swinging, singing sweet Caroline, throwing warmups. The great monster. Like, oh man. It's, there's just a lot of history there. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm an amenities as a fan. I like the amenities. I like having the really yeah. great seats. I like having the yeah. great beers and all that. Worst stadium. I guarantee you we have the same one because you play in the American League. I know this is the worst stadium in all of baseball. Tampa Bay. Oh, no. I was going to go yeah. with Oakland. Oh, Coliseum is a dump. There, that's the silver medal for the worst. Um, oh, it's I, awful. It's concrete. There's nothing to it. It's a big circular thing of concrete. Oh, Coliseum is bad too. Um, I, we played in Tampa a lot more. Tampa was tough okay. because it's a dome. Right. And they don't turn the lights on before the game. It's like dark and you just, you walk in, it's a beautiful day outside at noon. And then you walk out 12 hours later, it's pitch black. The inside, like the stadium is like sticky, like, cause they can't, like they're trying to hose off everything where people have spilt stuff, but they don't have anywhere for the water to go. Like it just, ah, it's just, it's always humid in there. Is that the but worst Oakland's locker room? Good, good those are the worst locker rooms as well? well Fenway is the worst locker room by yeah, far. Yeah, I mean, I've it's, seen Fenways. It's not even – it's like a high school. It's terrible. It's, yeah, it's as big as your closet. Like, yeah. it is – yeah, you are – you're bumping uglies with um with everybody right next to you. It's, What's it's, the best locker room? The Yankees, 100%. Yeah. 
far and away. Their visiting locker room is better than our home locker room. Wow. Team you wish you could play for. I really like the Rays, ironically, or stadium. (laughs) (laughs) But I really like the Rays, the way they develop guys. They were kind of the cutting edge of identifying what you do really, really well and teaching you how to just maximize that. We're not, you're not a, okay, you're starting pitcher. You got a sinker, fastball, slider, little cutter. You can't figure out the changeup. We're not going to make you figure out the changeup, but you've got an amazing cutter. So we're going to teach you how to use that and how to maximize that. Just love their philosophy. The guys play really hard. They're a low budget Um, team and they're still winning left and right. It's unbelievable what they do there. Hardest hitter you ever faced. Uh, So the guy that owned me more than anybody um, was a guy named, well, there's a guy in the minor leagues named Rob Ref Schneider that used to just crush me. That's what the guys that uh, <laughs> all the baseball players you pick a minor. I know, I know, right? Not, not Manny Ramirez, uh, not yeah. uh, Big Poppy, yeah. not Machado. Jose, the 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 hardest guy to pitch to um, was probably, in my opinion, Jose Altuve. No kidding. Yeah. That before yeah, they were he, cheating or after they were cheating. And <laughs> I say that. I you can't. Yeah, I, you cannot comment on that. We'll pass. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it moving. Yeah. Um, player, you figured out that you were surprised you could figure it out. Big Poppy. Big Poppy. Love yeah. Big Poppy. He's one of the greatest uh, personalities in sports, no doubt. About Absolutely. It. Also, probably my favorite player that I ever played against. Yeah. In the years you played, the greatest overall player you either played with or against. Manny Machado, far and away, hands down. Um, the okay. two best players I've ever played with, Manny Machado did things that I've never seen anybody do. Like I, just unbelievable stories to share about but the coolest things that he did. So seeing him every day, Manny, I got played with a guy in college named Danny Holson, who was a second overall pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. A guy was, he, he got drafted second overall and then struggled with shoulder injuries for mm-hmm. the better half of a decade. And, you know, unfortunately, a shoulder injury ended up taking him out of the game. But that guy did things on a baseball field that I still have never seen done, even having played at the highest level. And if he would have stayed healthy, he probably would have been one of the best to ever do it. Well, which goes back to what we talked about. A lot of baseball is luck and being in the right place. If you play for the Atlanta Braves for a better part of a decade and you were the third baseman in AAA, you were not yeah. coming up because Chipper Jones That's, was in front of you. And they weren't going right. to trade you or sell you because they needed that security just in case he That's got right. hurt. Uh, right. Best human being or person in the Major League Baseball? Somebody that you just thought was a, just a great guy, was there for other players and for the community. Um, Adam Jones is my favorite teammate that I've ever had um, in the big leagues. Okay, He um, is passionate. He played hard every single day. He was always available. He knew people by name. He was like probably my favorite teammate and my favorite player. I just love the way he played too. In terms of guys that I played with and their level of like engagement and what they do for for the community, Mookie Betts and Francisco Lindor were guys that they knew everybody's name in the stadium when they walked in through security. Like they they came up to other players on the other teams. Those two guys really stuck out to me too. So Mookie Betts is like single handedly made me not hate the the uh, Dodgers anymore. I'm a Braves fan, and and so you're supposed to hate the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. But when you got Mookie Betts and Trey Turner and Mm -hmm. Muncie and and uh, Turner, I mean, who cannot? How can you not like Turner? Justin Turner's one of the greatest 
Um, and yeah. you just look at the people they have on that team. It gets harder and harder to hate the Dodgers. So now I just hate the Mets. Um, <laughs> I think you're, that's a requirement if you play baseball is to hate the Mets. couple last questions here. What do you think the state of baseball is? Getting better, worse, staying the same? I have my concerns. I have my concerns, too. I had my concerns when I was playing, but I think that they're doing what they can to rectify it. The collective bargaining is always ugly. It puts a it's just a black mark on the front of the game when you're talking about, you know, billionaires, nine, ten, (laughs) yeah, ten figure, you know, negotiations. I mean, to do that in a public eye is that that's that's not the best image. But again, if it was a business that wasn't conducted publicly all the time, then, you know, people wouldn't think twice about it. Those same conversations happen just in privacy all the time. I, I really like some of the things they're, they're changing in terms of accessibility to players. I like the whole mic'd up thing that they're doing. I love yep. the players doing more to be engaged with the fans. That was something that... Ozzy Albee, by the way, is phenomenal when he's mic'd up. He's really funny. He's a good guy. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Like that's, I mean, it's, it's an entertainment industry. Like I think for so long, baseball became about, you know, these players and put them on a pedestal and a platform and they're heroes for kids. And I mean, that's part of it too, because, you know, they're public, public faces, images and idols, but they're going to fail. So like, but let's, I think the more exposure we can have to players and the more interaction they have with fans, if there are no fans, if there are no people in the stands, there is no game. Like that's just the bottom line. So all the conversations they're starting to do again, a better thing about engaging them. And I, I'm, I'm kind of 50, 50. If you asked me a year ago, I would have, I would have been like discouraged. I think COVID may have had something to do with that too. It affected everybody in different ways, like about where the game's going, but in seeing how the start of this season has been and the way things are going, I think it's getting better. I, I'm of the opinion that, um, from as a business standpoint, I do like what they've done in the minor leagues. They're trying to to make take better care of the minor league players. They're not making play these crazy schedules that y'all played. It's off Monday, play Tuesday through Sunday at home. Then you're off Monday. Then you play Tuesday through Sunday on the road. You just do it every mm-hmm. other week. I think that's much better lifestyle mm-hmm. for these 18 and 19 year old kids. So I do like that. I have grave concerns about the future of baseball because of the number of kids that just aren't playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number of African American kids playing baseball is minuscule. And mm-hmm. so I have grave concerns of the, the next talent level in the United States. It seems like we're relying so much on Central America and the Caribbean and areas like that, mm-hmm. that the kids that grew up playing baseball like you did, it just doesn't seem there's as many. I think a lot of it's travel sports. It's cost so much money to play that right. it does kick kick out a tremendous amount of kids who want to play it. Um, on the field, um, I hate with a burning passion the shift, um, mm-hmm. though I do blame the hitters. If you're going to put four guys on the right side of the field, then damn it, Freddie Freeman needs to learn how to hit the ball on the left side of the field. And all they would take is one or two hits over there and they would stop going over there. But so I think that's been bad for baseball. The worst thing for baseball has been the swing trajectory. That's all we care about now is exit uh, velocity and trajectory. So you have players up there that everybody raves about that are hitting 205 and they got 25 home runs and the team right. could be happier. And I'm like, right. we've lost right. small ball. We don't run. We don't hit, uh, hit and run. We don't bounce, yeah. bounce uh, or bunt the runners over. The National League geek side of baseball, which was always right. the small ball, it seems like we've turned into the American League of put non-big bashers in the lineup and hope somebody can hit a home run and save us. All we need is a walk and a home run and we got two runs. That's right. 
Yeah. That's boring baseball. It just is. I mean, the home run's exciting, but when I have to sit there and watch the Atlanta Braves strike out 17 times in a game to see Acuna hit one home run and we win two to one, it's boring. Um, <laughs> right. Last two questions for you. The Kevin Costner movie, Perfect Pitch. Every time he pitched, the whole stadium just kind of came into a tunnel for him. It came very quiet, and it was basically like – and then as soon mm-hmm. as he threw the ball, it got loud again. Was that right. legit – did you have yeah. that, that focus like that? Yeah, he he called it clear the mechanism in that. Yeah, the it's not it wasn't as I mean it was cinematized that moment. You don't like right. he does not stand there. It's not this audible clear right. the mechanism. Right. And you just like shut everything else out. But when you're playing, I mean, you know, in Dodger Stadium, there's fifty thousand people there. Like it's something about it that you just have to lock in. I mean, that goes back to the consistency of I've thrown millions of baseballs in my life and i need to simplify this down to pick out a stitch on the catcher's glove and trust in your preparation and execute it and when you can be so hyper focused in that like i was fortunate to never really struggle with like distractions i loved loud games i loved high moments pressure is a privilege like i thrived on that like it gave me extra incentive and motivation to be great in the moment I never heard people yelling at me. I only have ever heard my dad's voice when I'm playing. He's wow. the only guy that no matter how loud the stadium was, I could hear him. He didn't say much. So it's just something That's inherent awesome. about that. But um, I mean, it's a thing. It's just not as cinematized as Kevin. World Series winner this year. Man. I really like what the Blue Jays are doing. I don't know that I would buy into their pitching enough. And it's really hard to bet against the Dodgers. I'm so not, I'm going to say bet with the Dodgers, Dodgers and go second yeah. with the Mets. But I think the Mets yeah. do what the Mets always do and tank at the end of the season. Yeah, and I don't. Between, well, I'm going to I'm going to bite my tongue on what I would say <laughs> about that. So, <laughs> last question yeah. for you: Have you ever played yourself on Xbox? <laughs> I am not a video gamer, thankfully. So I have what? not. What? I know. Never been one. Never been one. And because if you had told me yes, I'd want to know: Do you pitch better on video, or do you pitch better in real life? (laughs) Definitely better in a video game, for sure. Well, Tyler, I can't thank you enough for being here and letting me geek out. The last ten minutes were my most exciting part of my day, getting to talk to a major league baseball player and hear some of their opinions and thoughts about that. So, thank you for being with us. I wish you the best of luck in your industry and your business, and I'd love to have you come back sometime. Yeah, thanks, Gary. It was great.